So hello and welcome everybody to another edition of the Coltec Austin Tech Leaders podcast. Today I've got the great pleasure of being joined by a good friend, actually, uh, Andrew Coral. So uh, myself and Andrew have been in communications now for the last few months. He's actually one of the first people I spoke to when we landed in Austin. He's a huge figure within the Austin tech market in sure tech. Uh, hosts an excellent meetup group, which I'm sure you'll be able to talk a little bit about later on. Works for Vouch Insurance at the moment, which is, well, one of the fastest growing insure tech businesses I've seen. They help start businesses get insurance, and I'm sure Andrew will be able to explain a little bit more about that. Andrew, as I say, it's an absolute pleasure to have you on. Thank you very much to agreeing to jumping in. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Thanks for and, having uh, me. This is going to yeah, be a blast. I just want to give the guys a bit of an introduction into yourself and what, what you're up to. Yeah. So I've been in the business insurance space now for going on 10 years. I started with companies like the Hartford and Hanover Insurance working on their small commercial, which is like small business for technology startups and life sciences companies. So been working with tech startups my whole career. And then recently, uh, back in February of 21, uh, moved over to Vouch Insurance on their product innovation team. So I develop all of our new insurance products that we bring to market. Market. And yeah, it's just, you know, it kind of came from this love for insuring technology startups and, and kind of being a part of helping the innovators of, of today continue to grow and make sure that their their businesses are protected. Obviously, the work that you've done in the community, the work that you do with Voucher, it's all very much startup based. And we've seen a huge explosion over the last few years within Austin in terms of startup, you know, organizations, tech businesses sprouting up everywhere huge amounts of investment coming into the city and, you know, huge amounts of growth. What is it that you think is causing this explosion within the market? There's probably a lot of factors, but from your experience and from what you have seen, what are the key driving factors behind that, do you think? Yeah, so I think there it's kind of a multi-part question. So part of it is, you know, Austin's just a great city to be in. There's a lot of great energy. There's a lot of movement of talented professionals moving in from all parts of the country. So that creates this really fertile ground for ideas to pop up and people to meet and those companies to get started. I think in the insurance space too, for companies that are looking to launch insurance products, the regulatory environment here in Texas is seen to be favorable as opposed to some tougher markets that are harder to get products launched in a, a timely fashion. And so those are the, the two big key areas. And Austin itself has just been a great spot for, for technology. And so looking to solve different problems the, the world faces, whether it's in fintech, insurtech, health, things of that nature, there's just a great great talent pool to come from. And then, yeah, as you mentioned, venture capital, having capacity ready to help fund these businesses grow to the next level. You know, I think all of that is just a perfect storm here in Austin. One of the big things that you're obviously involved in and we're, then, you know, how we sort of first started talking and we're involved in together is the sort of the community tech scene in terms of meetups and bringing people together. I feel that that's had quite a big impact on Austin and seeing these businesses sprout up because obviously bringing people together, sharing ideas, only enables growth for each other. From some of the meetups that you've organized, the groups that you've been a part of, you've seen businesses sprout from those groups, right? 
Yeah, that's one of our big visions of InsureTech ATX is to to kind of foster that community that will help grow the next wave of InsureTech startups uh, coming out of the area. And so I think communities like this where founders can meet with people in the same industry, you know, insurance is a unique industry to be in just with all the regulation that goes along with it. So it's not only the technology component. So you have a lot of tech communities um, around the country and not all of them are as well versed in insurance as insurtech groups. So having that group of founders to help navigate things is crucial. Being able to bring people together and create those networks, create those relationships. It's been incredible. I've seen some real great stuff from the events that we've been involved in. You know, you've got another one tonight. So at the time of recording, unfortunately, (laughs) it'll probably be released a little bit late, but we do a monthly happy hour. And if you want to find out more about the meetup group, Boston ATX, InsureTech ATX is the place to look. All the tags and links will be with them on the post when we put this out. Working... So Vouch, you've seen that, the growth there. Let's talk about that as a business because it's become, you know, it's been in the press a lot recently. They've grown substantially and will continue to do so through investment and everything else. How do you think Vouch is the business that you're working for at the moment, but in general terms, a startup company can best set themselves up for success in the way that Vouch has done so? Yeah, so I think it comes from first having, you know, a really strong thesis. Like, why are you forming a business, right? Is this a real problem that businesses and entrepreneurs and other individuals are facing? Can you solve it in a thoughtful, meaningful way? And then from there, just focusing immensely on building culture around that idea from the very beginning. You know, Sam and Travis, the co-founders of Vouch, from day one, culture was high, if not the top of their list when building this company. And so that comes from every single hire, making sure that we're hiring the right individuals. And then just continued building out of that community. As we continue to grow, it's just a more reinforcing that there is a true belief in what we're doing has an immense impact in the the startup community. One of the main reasons that Voucher started was, you know, our co-founders have started businesses before they've ran businesses before and they've gone through the insurance buying process and as a startup that is difficult at times right you don't necessarily have the years in business or the loss experience to show insurance companies to get them comfortable with that but that said you know a lot of companies that get started maybe are brand new but their founders have 20 plus years experience in the industry right so they know what they're doing but they don't necessarily get seen or treated that way. And so that was the big reason that, that Vouch got started. The growth that, that you've had there, and as I say, what we're talking about other businesses and startup, it's all about having a clear goal, creating an, or finding a need, and then building technology around that. In terms of the insurance in the US, it's a huge market. Have you seen the growth Well, clearly you have the growth in insure tech? Because for me personally, up until about 18 months ago, it probably wasn't something that I've heard too much about. We knew that there was going to be a huge digital transformation in the insurance market. But the more I see now, it's become a lead sort of market or 
genre, but the type of business that is getting investment or people are looking into. Why do you think that is? Is it because the way in America it's such a huge market and to digitize that obviously creates better businesses? Is it that the insurance market, the way that people are seeing, you know, startup businesses are finding it very difficult to get insurance? People maybe have lower incomes. We've got Loop, for instance, people with lower income backgrounds can't, you know, helping those guys. I suppose there's, again, multifaceted answer. But so many of these businesses, the reason why, in my opinion, ask the question, I'm going to answer it as well. But in my opinion, <laughs> the growth has been because there is that need. Digitizing the insurance market is going to help so many more people. There's been a segregation between people in insurance. So that's what you're seeing, I, I presume, yeah. why the market's become such a high growth market. Yeah, you know, and I think in the United States, a lot of insurance is either compulsory, you're required to carry insurance on certain things. And it's a service, it's a product that touches everybody, whether it's, you know, accident and health insurance, you know, we've got a great company out of Austin Spot, who is in the accidental medical space, they're doing great work. You know, you mentioned Loop, there's also Sigo Seguros, also launched out of Austin by Nestor Solari, and they are taking an underserved population that's been overlooked for far too long. And they're helping them get great insurance at a fair rate. They're taking things like credit scores out of the rating process and measuring on other parts of measuring risk. And so what I think it boils down to is that you've got something that people need and there is a cumbersome process in a lot of ways, and it's ripe for innovation, right? Using the digital capabilities that we have today, bandwidth, storage, cloud computing has never been cheaper. And so it removes and lowers a lot of the barriers to entry. And the insurance industry has been along for hundreds of years. The first insurance, you know, was over 400 years ago, insuring shipping cargo. And so it's evolved over, you know, centuries. And, you know, I think right now is just the perfect time to innovate on all sides of the equation. And I think that's why we're seeing such success on early stage companies getting off the ground and getting great funding. And then also those growth market companies that are now going public. You know, we saw Hippo recently go public. Lemonade's gone public before that. And I don't think they're going to be the last ones, you know. And so I think we've got a lot of great candidates all across the country and world that are going to continue to disrupt this industry and do great things. Yeah, I'm sure Voucher won't be far behind. You've got the Zebra as well, obviously, Unicorn States. There's so many different businesses that have an exponential growth and having such a great impact. If you had a crystal ball now, what sort of ways of working or systems or technology or sort of new implementations can you see making the biggest impact? Or is there something now that you think, right, in five years' time, everyone's going to be like, that was a game changer. So glad that they come up with that. So one thing that I'm heavily betting on is the growth of embedded insurance into our purchase decisions. So think of, let's just take car insurance. So you go and you buy a car from a dealer, whether it's new or used, and then you have to go somewhere else to get insurance, whether that's to your insurance agent, whether you go direct to a carrier like Loop. Those are separate processes and they don't necessarily talk to each other very well historically. And so where we're going to start seeing that kind of come together is that those processes are going to happen at the same time. So Tesla is a perfect example of this. They've launched their own kind of embedded insurance. So Tesla 
car owners can now purchase Tesla insurance for yes. their vehicle. And so we're seeing that with Bold Penguin just announced a partnership with Amazon on some embedded product liability insurance for their sellers. And so we're going to see, I guess, whatever the opposite term of disintermediation is we're going to start to see those things kind of come together more. And when you're making major purchase decisions, you're also going to be insuring them at the same time. There's a whole new market building there <laughs> already. The growth in that you can see already could be substantial. Um, yeah. And so, you know, we didn't have the infrastructure five years ago. We didn't have the cloud computing capabilities. We didn't have the plethora of APIs available to make this possible, to make insurance available in these new ways. And it, and it just makes sense. You know, you want to have it be as seamless as possible to ensure the things that you care about that are important to you and just kind of removing those barriers. And the interesting thing is that it's not necessarily going to take any current players out of the equation. In my mind, I think it's going to make it easier for them to do business and do better business and focus more on what they need to do more rather than the tedious process of purchasing and servicing insurance today. You probably see a lot more partnership models formed with that embedded model. So, you know, the likes of Loop, for instance, mm -hmm. you know, I mentioned a few times, but the first company that comes to mind in that sense, maybe then you know, they would partner with a company to embed their insurance within that because that helps their community that maybe that, that business is looking to try and interact with and, and so on and so forth. So you'll see a lot more of smaller companies partnering with larger businesses or smaller businesses coming together in some sort of uh, ecosystem to be able to offer that as a service. And then again, that just comes back to the community and how you know working together and building relationships is the way forward. And that's why we're so strong. You know, I know you believe so strongly on it and I do too. And that's how we got to know each other. So really yeah. exciting times for Austin in general, but the insurance market globally, and it's, it's certainly in the States, but you know, we're focused on Austin. There's some really, really exciting businesses coming out of there. So the only way is up yeah. in, in that sense, I think. Absolutely. And yeah, just uh, one final point on the embedded insurance. You know, I see companies like Assurely, they're based here in Austin too. David Carpentier yeah. is focusing on very niche insurance for startups that go the equity crowdfunding route. And they're evaluating opportunities to embed their insurance product within crowdfunding sites. So, you know, that was not something that you would have, yeah. you know, heard of you know, just five years ago, but that is now happening. And I think it's going to give some opportunities for some more niche players to come up and, and really being able to dial into very specific use cases that maybe were tougher to insure, it's just harder to find insurance. And so I think technology is really going to enable that. And to your point, I think Austin's going to continue to grow more into kind of that center of the universe as it would be for insure tech. At least that's what we're betting on. <laughs> I generally can't wait to get out there, to be honest with you. Andrew, it's been a long time coming with the, you know, the flight restrictions that have been lifted. 10th of November, I'm there. We're excited. Yeah, I can't wait. You know the market really, really well. What piece of advice would you think is the most prevalent to people within the tech market looking to start a new product or, you know, the recent startup that's growing? What piece of advice would you give them? So I would say definitely dream big. There's a lot to be accomplished. I don't think anything is outside of the realm of possibilities. I would say when you're looking to build your business, the most successful insure tech companies that I see have a beautiful blend of tech and insure 
right? So, you know, it's the bringing together of insurance professionals and technology professionals to accomplish really complex problems in a unique way. So definitely pay mind on finding the right insurance talent. You know, the insurance industry gets some flack sometimes about, you know, not being super innovative and not working fast. I think that there's some instances of that, but I think there's a lot of entrepreneurial folks in the insurance space that really care about it, that see this as a long-term play in a long-term career opportunity and they want to solve that. So really focusing on kind of finding, you know, a rich pool of talent to pull from. And I think that's ultimately what we're setting out to build with Intratech ATX is to be that resource hub for founders who are looking to start Intratech companies. Great piece of advice. I think the lack of speed or the stigma that's put against insurance businesses historically has been it's slow moving, old boys club, so on and so forth with the emergence of technology and being able to have that real blend. Because fundamentally, it could be really cool tech, but if you can't even do the insurance part, right, then you're going to fail. And if you can't do the tech part, right, then you think. So having that really strong blend and having the right people on board to be able to bring their experiences of the insurance market, but also, you know, having the right tech people involved is really important. I know a business who could probably help you find the right tech people. I think I know of one. <laughs> you know, shameless plug there, but it's really, really good advice. And Andrew, as I say, you've been really, really good to me since we first got in contact a few months ago. It really helped us out as a business, get an understanding of the Austin market. So I personally can't thank you enough for all your help. Enjoy yourself tonight at the uh, happy hour. We'll be catching up when I'm out there next. Yeah, look, I really appreciate your time. And as I say, if anyone wants to uh, get in contact with Andrew, what would be the best way for them to get in touch, Andy? Yeah, so I'm pretty active on LinkedIn. You can search for me, Andrew Carell, last name C-O-R-R-E-L-L. And then as you mentioned at the top here, intratechatx.com is our website. Uh, you'll find links to our meetup group, our LinkedIn and Twitter pages, things like that. But yeah, definitely open for discussion. Please reach out and hope to see all of you out at the next happy hour or our next panel. Perfect. Well, thank you so much for your time, Andrew. It's been an absolute pleasure. Yeah, you too. Have a good one. Thanks. Cheers.